Hi, everyone. This is JJ, the co-founder of Good Pods. If you haven't heard of it yet, Good Pods is like Goodreads or Instagram, but for podcasts. It's new, it's social, it's different, and it's growing really fast. There are more than 2 million podcasts, and we know that it is impossible to figure out what to listen to. On Good Pods, you follow your friends and podcasters to see what they like. That is the number one way to discover new shows and episodes. You can find Good Pods on the web or download the app. Happy listening. Welcome to the world of Saluna. Spears and Spears is a mature TTRPG experience made for adults by adults. Some themes may not be for all viewers. Content warnings will be listed in the written episode description. Episode 7 Drained We are not haunted by the dead. We are haunted by the living and the graveyard of memories they leave in our heads. Nikita Gill. Previously on Defiance, our group of Aliona, Maven, Astrid, Iris, and I found ourselves in an unexpected fight with a fledgling vampire and some strange creatures. Iris fought hard against the vampire who had gotten her to come to the tavern under false pretenses. Maven and Astrid arrived as Aliona got knocked down by a doppelganger that took the shape of another of our allies, Zion. As she was unconscious, Aliona's body was overtaken by a strange creature known as an intellect devourer and attacked me, knocking me unconscious with a very serious strike. After being healed and awoken by Astrid, I found that Maven had used a scroll of protection from good and evil on Aliona to rid the beast from her body. After the fight, we all headed back to the council building for some much-needed rest. And here we are now. You all went through something so serious the night before, and as you awake in what you can guess is the morning, since there's no light down here in the Underdark, you guys got about eight hours of sleep, which, you know, you would usually get uh, in a night. But breakfast is quiet today as everybody's a little unsure about how they feel about what happened the day before. And we are going to start with Misery. You... Uh we're not present 
for said fight. So you have been updated. What were you doing in Kilian? Uh, well, when we first got here, I decided to uh, just sneak away from the group and go say hi to a few of my Undercity contacts. And maybe even have a little date of my own. Interesting. What are your... Even though you weren't there, do you have any feelings on what ha perspired with your group while you weren't with them? Well, because I wasn't there, uh, I feel like I, player, am you know fine with it, but Misery wouldn't know. Uh, since we're starting in the morning, right, uh, yeah. of the tavern. So you guys are in the council, like the main council building. Um, you guys got like where we are now the fancy digs of where to stay in the city, uh, and that's where you guys are now. There's like a banquet hall that uh, they set up breakfast in. Okay, then I would just be coming in through the front door in the morning. Cool. Kind of like I'm I'm holding my shoes like I I did the walk of shame. <laughs> I'm like oh, trying to sneak in in the morning. <laughs> Before uh, anyone notices I was gone. You guys didn't notice I was gone, did you? <laughs> uh, I think... you're. Are you walking in the front door of the building or just into the banquet hall? Straight up the front door of the building. Just, I'm like, I, I push the door open. The guards don't seem... If there are guards, they don't seem to care. I just push the door open very slowly and I'm like, kind of like backwards walking in on my tiptoes. <laughs> I think, um... You probably, uh run into Maven, who's coming from the library with, like, a small stack of books. And she's just like... Mis misery? Uh, I thought you were... Where were you? Why do you have your shoes off? Oh, uh, uh, Maven, it's, uh, so nice seeing you this morning. I was just, uh, I'm, like, pulling up my sleeve back over my shoulder. Uh, I was just out on a morning walk. A morning walk. Yep, I was I was with you guys the whole time. Mm. Sure, just, you know me as a sniper. I was off in the distance. Yeah, um, just uh, whatever you were doing, I'm not gonna cry. Your business is your business, um, but usually when you're off being a sniper, you don't walk it back into the building with your shirt down your shoulder and your shoes in your hand, acting nervous. Am I nervous or nervous? Well, whatever it was, I hope you had a good time. Breakfast is in the banquet hall. If you would like some. Uh, yes. You can follow me. Um, we had quite a tough time last night, so... Some of our friends are a little roughed up. I'm about to go check on Rawl, actually. Uh, I'm going to follow Maven. Okay. Rawl, right. um, what does your morning look like prior to going to breakfast? So I think this morning would be slightly different. As, uh, 
like you said, quite a bit had transpired the day before. Right now, I would say Raw is inspecting the damage done to his armor. Even though it's magically enhanced by his artificer powers, mm. it still has a visible gash in the plate, but it does look like the armor's pulling itself back together. Yeah. So he's probably making sure that that's not structurally compromised. Yeah. And also taking account on how he is himself. Yeah, you are sitting there and you are looking, watching, almost like watching your armor slowly, like, stitch itself together. As you usually do after fights, just to make sure that, like, the magic is still working or, um, you know, you're able to continue to wear this and not have to repair it yourself. Um, but you hear that voice again. Yeah, you know, she hits heavy. Wasn't expecting that one. You are quite right that it was very unexpected. I did not know such creatures existed that could turn ally against each other so easily. Yeah, there's quite a lot of things like that. It was unexpected to see a vampire working with them. Which worries me. But you, you fried the fucker, so... You did good. Slowly but surely, I will dismantle all who protect the target. And he too will be perished. And when that's done, I owe you a favor. You... Kind of almost like watch this figure that started as a voice, but kind of like materialized in front of you as you were talking, mm -hmm. dissipate. And as he does, he just goes, Go on to yourself and get some food, kiddo, before he's finally gone. Blizzard dreams to the sleepers. And then Raw will actually get up and start making his way out of the room. You, um, as you're walking, actually kind of run into Maven and Misery. Uh, and Maven's like, oh, Raw, we were actually coming to uh, find you. Uh, are, are you okay? Do you need any extra healing or um, anything at all? You took a pretty nasty hit last night. I am quite alright. As you can see, the damage to my armor is being repaired, and myself has healed from any injuries over the night. I just want to make sure you're taken care of. Um, 
well, let's, I guess, head to breakfast so we can start our day. Is there anywhere that you guys wanted to stop before we take off on this mission today after breakfast? So, you're raw, huh? I don't think we've had a chance to properly introduce ourselves to each other. And I'm saying this as I'm, like, pulling, like, sticks and leaves out of my hair. No, I think we we haven't had the proper introductions. Yes, I am raw. I'm... Nell, but people know me as Misery. Can I, is it, can I do an insight check on Rawl? Yeah. I want to know if it's obvious that Rawl is, because player knowledge here, and I know what Rawl is, I want to know if it is character knowledge. I do not believe it is. I believe his armor hides most everything very well. And you can tell me if I'm wrong, Nikki. No, yeah, it covers mostly everything. It's mostly metal plates, but the rest is covered in chainmail, including the neck. Yeah, so you're welcome to insight, but it's like a really high DC to figure this out. I do have background as a researcher. Mm. I don't know if that helps. I don't... Can I dissect me real quick, figure out what I am? <laughs> I don't think it would help. Just in this specific situation. Okay. With well, the knowledge that I have, with yeah, with the knowledge that I have of Raw, I don't think it would help in this specific. I want situation. that knowledge of Raw. That's <laughs> what I'm after. I um, want to know who you are. Yeah, that takes like level ten friendship. <laughs> Here, quick, uh, insight the DM. Maybe you can extract the information from him. Oh yeah, let me insight Derek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nat, divine, Nat divine, uh, divine intervention. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, you can. You can I insight know if Rawl, like, like, and that could give you information, but I well, don't what know. What I think Misery's finding suspicious right now is that Rawl, in non-combat situation, is still wearing armor. Mm. Okay. This is, like, casual downtime, and it does, like, as uh, an assassin, I need to take notice of small things, and as a researcher, I have a vested interest in learning. Yes, so I will say... Yes, still incite him. It just, the number will de determine the answer that you get. Gotcha. So it will not tell you, like, the first question, but, like, depending on how well you rolled, it depends on the question that, the answer you will get. 22. 15 plus 7. Fucking Christ. Um, I have a plus 7 to insight, because I, again, I wanted to be able to insight things like that. I have trust issues. Nikki, I will allow you to answer this as Misery is inciting your character. What do you think 22 is worth? Yeah, what 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 information do you think a 22 Again, is? Again, it is worth? just me and you here, Raul. 
So yeah, so you or die. We blood pack till we die. Again, again, like again, it, it is it is correct. Like wearing your armor in a downtime situation is kind of weird. I will somebody. also add that I am pretty obviously trying to like look through the gaps in your armor. So if that helps determine like your answer, I am like <laughs> being very obvious that I am scoping you out. Yeah. And you're trying to find out what's underneath, right? Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so one thing that's obvious that can stand out is that, especially with the 22, is the horn, the one horn that pokes out from the two holes that have this helmet, is not part of the armor. It's not a decoration. It's part of Rol himself. But there's only one horn. There's two holes on the helmet. But only one horn is sticking out of one of the holes. What kind of horn does it look like? Uh, it's it's black and it's curled back, so it comes out kind of straightish and then kind of curves upwards, basically. Are we talking deer horn, like an antler? No, uh, horn, like more like looking one, dragon esque. Like the way that a dragon's horn kind of crests, it comes out and goes up. In a way, uh, okay. could be, yeah, a little bit like that. But it's very, it's it's pointed. It's like a thick base, and then it, it tapers off, basically. Yeah. But he only has one, while the other one is just a hole. Okay, so there is space for two horns. It's just you only have the one. Correct. Okay. And actually, with a twenty-two, I think I'll give it to you that. Because uh, it is an open hole, there is the leftover of a broken horn, basically. You can see the stump. And it's not clean in any way. So it looks snapped. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then because you're examining the gaps in his armor... Rawl's armor doesn't have much. It is literally like a full suit of chain chain mail, basically. And the metal plate's on top. And the chain mail even like goes from the collarbone up into the half visor helmet. So it cover the chains cover his mouth and neck. And it's like a full suit kind of thing. Okay. Then So there's not many gaps at all. Oh, uh Rawl, did you hurt yourself in the fight we had last night with the people and or things and I'm going to kind of reach for the helmet like like tenderly like I'm a concerned person looking it's up to you to re you should probably recoil DM what would I have to roll to remember if misery was there there no he's <laughs> <Use> history history <laughs> <laughs> or intelligence I would say Okay. Well, totally What's there. You don't have to make this roll. I was, I was 100% <laughs> there. Give me a deception roll, Misery. No, just kidding. <laughs> because if, if you were actually at the fight, you would have seen something in regards to the horns as well. Oh, okay. Oh, I did forget that that happened. Yes, it did. Oh, I'm interested. Mm. Alright, that's a 16. Uh, Yeah, you don't remember seeing misery there but I you am know 
that you don't anytime you've been on a mission with misery you don't remember seeing misery in any fights mm. i was there the whole time so you, you don't you I don't know if misery you, you don't know if misery was waiting outside i could give a deception guys... roll if you guys want i think i don't think this needs a deception roll. i think that truly because of who you are and how you work in the rebellion it would fit that he wouldn't see you. It is still a lie, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but also, at one point, Raw was unconscious, so you yes. could have shown up uh, later, and he would not know. Yeah. So, he, he, because of that gap of memory, he, he's just trying to see if you remember. I could even lie and say stuff like, I saw he take that big hit, because Maven told me that Raw took a big hit. Mm-hmm. That would make that would need a deception. <laughs> if you if you were gonna say that, yes. Well, these are good lies. <laughs> I'm glad we're adding to your repertoire. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep uh, collaborating my story. Mm -hmm. Corroborating. Corroborating is that the right word? Yeah. 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 Um. All right. Um. So, uh, you asked. Okay. Rawl is going to say, Yes, it was a challenging fight. I was not expecting to fight so many different types of creatures all at once. The f small four-legged ones was eerily disturbing. However, I am doing much better after the night of rest and as you can see my armor is well on its way to repairing itself Raw. yes do you know what the reaper project is it's Sorry. I want to make sure with the DM. I do not know, right? <laughs> no. I don't, okay. I don't think you do. Okay. Rawls, no, I have not heard of this project. Is it in relation to the Rebellion? Well, let's have breakfast. I think Misery Maven kind of looks at you and goes, we can have breakfast in a more private area if you want to discuss stuff like that now. Like, like what, Maven? Uh -huh. what, and I'm kind of glaring at Maven. Like what, Maven? What? Can I incite Maven? I want to know if they know. Um, yeah, you can absolutely incite Maven. Because it's obvious that misery knows. This. Mm -hmm. I know I said a key phrase here. <laughs> yeah, I, you. I was not expecting you to bring that up. <laughs> Seventeen for insight. Uh, with a ten deception. Um, I rolled a two on the die. I have a plus eight for Maven. Yeah. Um, Very deceptive, Maven. <laughs> Um, 
I'm glaring. Like, like if my eyes, if looks could kill. Your eyes are actually bucking out a little bit. Like <laughs> the thing you see on Maven is surprise. Maven does know what what Misery is talking about, and you also realize Maven called Misery Nell, which Maven almost never does. Like, just, like, out of respect of, like, not having other people outside the organization know their name. Um, that you take that from what you see with Maven, it may be a little bit of a serious subject, but you don't know in regards to what. Uh, Rawl is going to, with his red eyes, look back and forth to uh, both of them really quickly and then say, You are hungry. We sh it is best to maybe make our way to get breakfast. Offering misery and out. <laughs> yes, let's go. I haven't had breakfast since yesterday. Breakfast sounds nice. Uh, she starts walking with her stack of books. Um, As they're walking, Rawl's gonna ask, So, Nell or Misery, which do you prefer? Honestly, I suppose Misery. Sometimes Nell doesn't quite feel right. I see. And I believe I was told that you've been with the Rebellion longer than most of uh, the other members of our group. I think so, yeah. I think I've been here longer than any of you. Just, uh, they found me at the right time. And I needed a place to crash. Shelter is always a welcomed respite from the chaos out in the world. So, uh, what about you? Uh, what made you want to join the Resistance? Was it to uh, get revenge? Certainly. More that a promise to a fallen friend. However, that seems like such a different life ago. So much has changed since then. What do you want to do today? Well, now that we see that our target is going on the offensive, I think it's prudent to start investigating where he might be hiding out. We are aware of his residence. In the city, and I believe Aliona's relative had a map of some kind that we could use. If you remember from yesterday. I was certainly there yesterday, and I saw this map. Uh, Maven just kind of like holds up the map as she's walking. 
You, you saw the map. Can I take the map from Maven? Hey, give me a side of hand check. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm not terrible. A uh, 22. Oh, uh... 17 yeah, plus 5. Yeah, you... Damn, I'm you good at being out, a rogue, guys. You beat out her 19. Okay. Um. Yeah, you are able to swipe it. Okay. Uh, yeah, and then I just look at it and uh, try and catch myself up without anybody noticing that I wasn't actually there last night. <laughs> yeah, you open it and you see that it is like... It, it's a magical map that kind of like moves as you're moving it. Like the drawing moves, like it's almost like um, a, a video of the world. Um, and it's just like a line that follows through caverns that lead to a place that is labeled with like question marks and possible location of the assailant. Um, and Maven goes, I would have just shown it to you. You didn't have to snatch it, but okay. Yeah, we scried on him and this is possibly where he is. So we leave later this afternoon after we all get what we need done in town. Um, to be prepared. Also, let's try and make sure that none of us happened upon other fledglings as well. Discretion is our ally in this situation. I agree. Especially dealing with a vampire who's been alive for a very long time. And uh, able to do things that most aren't. Uh, Raul, you witnessed it with the vampire who we fought, but he's going to be worse as he is not a fledgling. He is a lord. So that's why I have these books. I'm doing some research. Y'all should get some um, stuff to help you all out. You know, there's Domino and Barry Sword and Apothecary. They can help you. There's the Armor, Sasha, who does great work. Um, there's, um, who knows, you may, y'all may, may be able to find something at the Monastery of the Divine Heart. Um, or if y'all just want to go to the tavern until we leave, that's a plan too. But I don't know if Raw really wants to go to the tavern because of what happened last night. <laughs> it is a new day. I... Do not believe they that the tavern would bother me much. However, I do think it more prudent to make preparations and drink the day away. Well, someone's tell sorry. Something's telling me I should follow Raul. Do you have any preparations you need to make? Uh, you know. You, do you want something to eat for breakfast before we head off? Y'all should eat. Sure, let's, let's make a quick stop to... What's your poison? Orange juice? Water is fine. You're not gonna spill it on the floor, are you? I knew some priests that spilled water on the floor. It was the weirdest stuff. No. I don't see how that would benefit me in any way. 
If anything, it's just such a waste of the water. Zion does that, doesn't he? Do they? I believe I've seen him pour out water on the floor in the morning. But is it our Zion or the doppelganger who did that? Zion has a doppelganger? Well, the creature from last night. Right. That was a doppelganger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That attacked Eliona. I knew right away it was a doppelganger. Uh. <laughs> Might be more. If uh, y'all are going to go do stuff, can I have the map back so that I can continue doing my research? I kind of need it for my research. <laughs> um. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And I'm going to hand the map to Maven and go over and make myself some morning tea. Yeah. Uh, Maven grabs like some snacks and goes over to a table. Uh, and you two. Do you want me to make you anything, Rob? I can make you a tea. I'll make you a coffee if you want it. I don't like the stuff, but. I'll have a tea. Hey, a man of taste. I can't remember the last time I drank some. And I make tea, I guess. <laughs> Yeah. So you both get your tea, um, get some, some snacks nice and tea. eat and everything. Um, and where would you guys like to go? Some eggs. Uh, when Raul drinks the tea, does does he just pour it in his helmet? No. So I, I, I knew this question was going to come up. <laughs> <laughs> he had a straw. <laughs> you know, the one person that's going to ask it is definitely Andrew. Yeah. I want to know everything. So how Rawl eats and drinks? 101. <laughs> now, what about solid food? Do you even eat solid foods or do you like grind it up first and then like have a thick straw? I, I, that's actually an attachment to my armor. It just like pops out <laughs> like a mosquito, like pincer. <laughs> Jesus. Now, uh, how Rawl eats is that he reaches underneath like where his collarbone is underneath that plate and actually lifts the heavy chain veil or mail and then puts the food or drink underneath and eats it that way. So he just moves that out to give his hand a way to get to his mouth. And I eat like a normal human with mm-hmm. my face. Sure. Sure. I'm eating with my face too. My metal face. My metal face. <laughs> God, do you make noises while you eat? Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> you eat you with your <laughs> Yeah, you guys have a wonderful little uh, breakfast. Uh, as misery is like watching you eat raw um, <laughs> with inquisitive eyes. Um, you guys finish eating, um, and you guys have the option to do whatever you need to do to prepare. Um, there is, uh, like Maven said, there's a domino and berry sword and apothecary. There's the armory. There's the monastery, if you want to check it out. And there's some other, um, stores that, uh, you guys can, uh, go to. 
So I'm leaning like the apothecary might be a good idea. Okay. Oh shit! How much money do I have? I don't even fucking know. Uh, you guys <laughs> should have. You guys should have about five hundred gold starting out. Okay. Uh, I shall make sure that that is noted. Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I did. I did not. I did not talk about money before we got into the missions. Uh, money. What have we just been fighting? But yes, the Sword and Apothecary is a place I would like to go. Is there anywhere Misery is leaning towards? Uh, I'm just going to follow you, honestly. Uh, more interesting to me than these places is Raw himself. <laughs> or at that least All right. Sounds good. And the other options was the, the Monastery and the of the armor. Open Hand, right? I'm really uninterested in the Monastery. I'll and say the that. Armory. Yeah, I'm... The armory doesn't make sense for all because he has armor he's, and he takes care of it himself. <laughs> and I don't need armor because I'm not supposed to be getting hit. Yeah, and then the monastery. No, yeah, I think just the pot to carry, uh, sword and and we should be good. Yeah. Uh, so you guys make your way um, out and over to uh, Domino and Barry, sword and apothecary, and. As you guys enter the building, a little bell dings from the door, um, opening, and you walking in, and you see a, um, an, an almost elven-looking man with, like, salt-and-pepper hair, a, a small beard, uh, and quite nice, um, clothing standing behind the counter and he goes Oi, how can I uh, help you all today? My name's uh, Domino Decanter the web, the item enchanter and um, this is uh, mine and my wife's shop and looking for anything specific? Good morning. We are looking for some equipment, yes. For one, I know some health potions would be appreciated, and we would like to peruse your wares as well. Uh, of course. Um, just give me one moment as uh, the young lady behind you is coming to pick up a dagger that she ordered a day ago or two, um, tend to lose track of time in the Underdark. Um, and as you guys are standing there uh, in the doorway um, is Iris. Hello! Give me my shit! Well, darling, you didn't come pick it up. Why are you yelling at me? I have had a very strange last couple of hours. And I really could use that knife. Darling. Hours. Did you. Have you not slept since you've been here? It's been about two days since you've been here last. Has it? Yes. 
Um, Iris, you probably fell asleep and didn't realize how long you slept. You took a full long rest um, when you woke up and realized that you had to go pick up your dagger. Uh, uh, she's just going to walk up and like put her money on the table. <laughs> Darling, you already paid for it. Did I? Yeah. I thought I didn't. I'm pretty sure you paid for it when you ordered it. I remember asking how much it was, but I don't remember giving you the money. But if you think I paid for it, and she like quickly takes her money back. No, you paid for it. I wouldn't have done the work if you didn't pay for it. But let me go grab it. Um, I can grab my wife to help you with your health potions if you'd like. Um, I didn't catch your name, gentleman in the full suit of armor in broad daylight. Roll. Roll. I can grab my wife. She does all the apothecary needs. I'm just the weapon enchanter and the man that stands behind the counter. Uh, as he hops down and you can just see the top of his head bobbing behind the counter. Um, as he walks into the back and you hear him go, Darling, there's people here for apothecary needs. They need you. Um, and you kind of hear, like, bumbling and, like, tussling as um, a woman with uh, green hair um, falls from the ceiling. Uh, and, like, a oof. Uh, and she, like, gets up, pats herself off. You see she has a bandana, round Coke bottle glasses, um olive-toned skin and a um, a bright smile and she was well, uh, sorry well, I Iris, you're back, okay, I feel like last time I felt, did I fall the same way last time that you were here with your other friends yeah yeah you um, did Cool. Awesome. Uh, well, I gotta fix that hole in the ceiling, because I'll keep falling through it. Um, I don't know. It looks kind of fun. It is kind of fun. Um, can I try it? Yeah, you can try it. Um, and she allows you to go upstairs so you, you can try falling through the ceiling. Uh, and she looks at Ron and goes, so you need help with apothecary things. I would like to purchase health potions. How many and of what strength? What is the going rate for them? Well, we have just regular health potions that go for about five gold. We have um, some greater health potions that go for about 20. Uh, superior that go for about 30. Um, and I have like my own special health potion called the ultimatum, which is about 50 gold, and um, well, it either heals you or does something else. I don't know what the other something else is, but people have come back and said that something else happened. Um, if you want to play the game with that, I can sell you one, but um, yeah, those are the prices and the healing potions we have. I will take five of the greater keys. Right, five of the greater healing. That's, uh, I said 20 gold. So that's 100 gold for me. Yes. 
Thank you. Anything else that I can do for y'all? As Iris crashes through the hole in the ceiling, she asks her one of the ones that does mysterious shit. Ah, you want the ultimatum? Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm running a deal right now that when you buy an ultimatum, you get a greater for free. So, let me go grab the ultimatum, and I'll get you your greater healing. Is there any other apothecary needs that y'all three need? No. From me. Rawl's going to look at Misery if they want any. No, I'm good. All right, well, I'll go grab that ultimatum and that greater healing potion for you, Iris, and uh, make sure that my husband is grabbing your dagger and doesn't grab the wrong item. His eyesight's going a little bit. I tell him he needs glasses, but he doesn't want to listen to me. Um, How much was the ultimatum again? 50 gold. You got it. Uh, and she walks into the back and comes out with a greater healing potion, and then, like, a... It, isn't red but it also it's like a purplish color with swirls of red and she's like well, here's the ultimatum uh somebody told me that they threw it at somebody one time and they burst into flames so i guess it could be used as a bomb also so good luck for whatever you use it for Iris lights up like a kid in a candy store that was just told that everything is for them. And um, Domino comes out and he's like, well, darling, here's your dagger. Um, please be careful with it. I, I know you wanted it to cauterize wounds, but I also don't want you to get hurt. Interrogating people is going to be fun now. He kind of looks at Rawl and Misery and goes, Was it a mistake giving her a dagger that... Maybe. I don't believe that what's done is done. Did I miss something? I, I got my dagger enchanted to where it cauterizes the wounds when I stab people with them. And that's well and oh, good, sure. but Iris, um... I don't quite remember you being like, you know, this. You had a bit more innocence. Unless you were hiding this, in which case, I guess, good job. You gotta be sneaky with a lot of things. But are you okay? Yeah. Okay. Just, uh, don't go overboard. Oh, no, this is the only thing I did. Other than finding the vampire fledgling. I didn't do that on purpose. Hmm. Raw doubts. <laughs> <laughs> Press F to doubt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Raw's gonna turn to the shopkeep and, uh, what other items do you have? And he's looking at the magic items. Uh, well, I do have uh, a box and a ball. Uh, that is my fun little trick that it's a little wooden box 
that you throw, and when it opens, a fireball slings out. Um, I have, um, my wife hates this one when I talk about it, but it's called the Sword of Laughter. And basically it's enchanted with a spell that when you hit people, it could make them start laughing uncontrollably. And then I have arrows that are called dancing spikes because when you when they hit somebody they're imbued with a spell that can make people dance uncontrollably. Or I can enchant a weapon that you have or something that you have in a way that you would like it enchanted. Uh, how much for the fireball in a box? Oh, a box in a ball? Um, it is 75 gold. I'll take that. It is reloadable, just so you know. It's called box in a ball, correct? Yep, box in a ball. Box in a ball. Um, and that, mechanic-wise, has one use per long rest. Um, which is what he means when he says it's reloadable. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, is that all? Um, if you need something enchanted, I could do that. I would just, depending on what you want, I would need time to do it. I think I am satisfied with my purchases. Is that uh, everything for everyone? I'm all good. All right. Uh, Raul, why don't you get your armor enchanted? Already is. Oh, isn't that nice? Wait, your armor's enchant? You, mm-hmm. you see both Barry and Domino look at you, and like, Domino immediately goes, Do you mind if I look at it? Uh, and you see he hops down off his stool and walks over to you. He's like this, like, three foot gnome um and he's like lifting your arm to look at like all of the crevices and everything he goes what wow um that is quite well put together and amazing and the enchantment is superb where did you acquire this armor it was a gift from my patron. Ah. So this was from another worldly being. Yes. Interesting. Oh, well, I can see the symbols and the the magical language that was put into it. Hmm. 
very lucky. This is an interesting piece. Thank you for letting me look at it. Hmm. Not a problem. And you hear Barry just go, Darling, don't go getting any ideas. You can't do what other worldly beings can do. You're amazing and you do great work, but you can't do things like that. My patron is not a singular being as well. So, this is the result of a group of effort. Your, your patron is a collective. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. Darling, I'll be back. You watch the shop. I'm going to go do some research. As he, like, toddles off into the back of the storm. Uh, and uh, Barry just kind of, like, stands there and then goes to sit on the stool and goes, Well, if you guys need anything else, please let me know. But um, if not, we have a strict no loitering policy. Um, so if you're not going to buy anything else, get the fuck out. Roll starts making his way towards the door. You... Bye, guys! <laughs> Iris follows. Okay, bye, darling. And I take it Misery follows because Misery is, like, locked on figuring stuff out about Rawl. Uh, what do you guys do? As you have now gone to the, uh, the uh, enchantment store in Apothecary... Um, you guys do have some hours before Maven's going to call you to start to um, go and leave to go into the Underdark. Is there anything? You guys are more than welcome to like just go sit down, obviously get to know each other as teammates. Um, but it's up to you. I don't have any place I really need to be. Yeah, I think Raw would think maybe going back to the banquet hall might be best mm -hmm. so that they're close enough to Maven for when Maven is says time to go kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you guys head back to the banquet Ooh, hall. Actually, mm -hmm. uh, what do you guys say we go scope out that place Maven's researching? I gotta look at the map. I know where it is. Conscience is not a bad idea. We keep a very safe distance. So... Man. As much as I, as the DM, love the idea of splitting the group, the location is about a two-day travel into oh, the caverns. So um, and it's a true day travel down. You guys can absolutely uh, go scout out the cavern that you're going to start walking through. Um, but down there, as in, do we have to dig? No, no, there are caverns going down into the underdark deeper. Um, 
But if you go oh. alone, there is a po very possible chance of running into danger that three of you cannot handle alone. Uh, but again, the choice is yours. You can do the banquet hall. You are more than welcome to go scout out a little bit. These caverns that we're going to be going through, they're like enclosed, right? It's not like no. a big open thing that we're going nope. down. It's, it's tunnels. Are, yeah, it's tunnels in a mountain going okay. down into the earth. Yeah. Yeah. So. I leave the choice up to you guys. I'm good for it. Let's go explore some uh, tunnels. Well, we can explore the entrance of where we need to go. That That's not a bad idea. Yeah. I love exploring. Unexpected is already waiting for us there. Um, yeah, so you guys head over towards the um, tunnels that lead into the caverns. And you see that, like, they're kind of, in a way, gated off. Um from like regular civilians. Uh and if you all wouldn't mind giving me either a survival nature or perception check, whichever one of your choice out of those three. Um and let me know what you got. They are all the same. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Ah hold on. Five Oh, uh, what's the role? Uh, survivor, survival, nature, or perception. Whichever one you want to roll. Obviously, I'll go for whichever one's highest. Uh, obviously. That's, right, that's a 19 perception uh, for Iris. Okay. 12 perception for me. 12 perception? Um, yeah, so... Um, Rawl, you're kind of... I feel like you're kind of amazed with like the integrity of the walls of inside of the the map the mountain to hold this cavern um uh -huh. and that's kind of distracting you a little bit as it i feel maybe it's your first time in the underdark yeah as, as much as raw has explored in his past life he's never been to the underdark so yeah so he's a little amazed at all of this um misery you get um like smells like there's sense of like unnatural things um that have passed through here um which you can account for as your friends fought a vampire and other things um but iris with your 19 you actually see footprints leading back into the cavern that look like the shape of the feet on the intellect devourers accompanied by like the dragging of robes so it's like one straight wide line with like the pitter patter of footprints of smaller beings going into the cavern iris is immediately pointing out the tracks to rawl and misery uh, can I do something with these tracks? Can I follow them a little bit? Yeah, go right ahead. You guys are more than welcome to follow. They, the, um, the one, the people that are on duty to guard the entrance to the cavern will let you through as they know what you are here for. Um, how far do you want to follow these footsteps? Wait, real quick. Uh, are the footsteps, like, as if they're walking out or walking in? Walking in. 
walking in. Okay. Are we sure we want to follow him right now? Mm. It's just the three of us. Oh, you're certainly right, Iris. You and Raul go in. Excuse you! Nuh-uh! No! I don't think it's quite smart to go in there without knowing their numbers or anything. Those caverns are a mystery to us, and there might be an ambush waiting for us. Just like in the bar. If nothing else, this might indicate that we should tell Maven to bring a couple more bowls that helped last time. As you guys are saying this, you hear footsteps from behind you as a uh, man with dark blue hair, long elf ears, and a, a tinge of purple skin with um, with uh, patches of non-pigmented skin um, across his um, face and body, walks up and goes, that and you don't know what worse things are in the caverns. Sorry to eavesdrop. Iris immediately hides. Give me that stealth check. Uh, it works because he rolled a nat one to see where you're going. Still want to see how well she hides. Thank God for that plus ten. I mean, he got a nat one anyway, but that still would have only been an eight, so eighteen. Um, yeah, you hide very well. Um, and he just kind of stands there and goes, "You have not seen much of the Underdark, I take it, as you are sitting here discussing going into a cabin by yourself, the three of you. We don't recognize this person, right? Nope. That's why we Iris hid. We are still experiencing the fallout of these caverns, and yes, we are not maybe as familiar as you, but we are quite adept at protecting ourselves. From the, the sounds of your talks, you've experienced the brain dogs. Or intellect devourers, as the learned call them. You have not experienced the things that created them. They're worse. They'll eat your brain, not just make it disappear. And yet, it seems that these brain dogs are able to get into the city and out as they please. Yes. I want to incite this person, mm -hmm. just to get a general idea of, right is ahead. he just here to to warn us, or... Fight um, 16? Uh, you don't get any ill will from him. He really is just trying to, like, inform you. Um, you do see that he has, like, um... Very... Like, his armor's very not new, not shiny. He's seen a couple fights, and he smiles as, uh, he looks at you and goes, Sorry for the rude uh, introduction. My name's Therian. I am the head knight of the Matriarch's service. Hmm. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. I am Raul. I know, and your misery, and the one that hid, is Iris. You know me? We get uh, information on all people entering the city to meet with the matriarch. Yours had the least amount of information. Well, that's reassuring. What's your name? Therian. And I'm writing it down. 
Well, I appreciate, we appreciate the friendly warning about the dangers that await us, but that does not dissuade us from our mission, as we will have to eventually go down these caverns. Oh, absolutely. You will have to go down there, as that's where Altamir is. Um, the bastard left before us paladins could get to him, knowing that we could do serious damage to him. With the treason he has committed. But it seems the Matriarch would rather trust all of you to go into the Underdark than those that know it, which is perfectly fine. I'd rather people I don't know and don't particularly love go down there over me and my people. But I have also offered to go down with you. Your leader, Maven, I believe her name is, has not given me an answer yet. Um, so there's a chance that I may be with you as an escort. I know the cabin is better than most as I grew up in them. Mm. Well, we shall see what happens. And if you do join us, I believe it will be a welcome assistance. You all seem capable, though. You got here safely. Um, and apparently tore up the tavern fighting a vampire last night. That was just a fledgling, though. I expect an older vampire to be more trouble. Especially yeah. one who was alive when the Ascension happened. Well, you guys, uh, I mean, you should have seen these guys fighting off that vampire. I didn't even have to get involved. They pretty much soloed it, and I was totally there, looking onward from a distance. Raul thinks back to the fight. These words check out. <laughs> uh, he looks, yep. he gives you like an inquisitive look, Misery. Don't look into it. That kind of just says, that was a really weird way to explain that, but I'm just going to leave that alone. But it's um, accurate. It is accurate, because we're all... I was there. Feel my presence. Hiden. See? Don't point me out. Uh, See, the bush agrees with me. Who are you talking to? Oh, he doesn't know you're there. Okay. <laughs> oh, the one that hid. Okay, yes. She's rather good at that. I don't really know where she is. Hey, Rawl, what's your vibe on this guy? He seems worried for his people, and I don't think he's excited about going into the caverns, but he feels that this is duty to offer the assistance. So uh, far, nothing, no red, lar red uh, flags. What was his name again? Therian. Therian or Berian? Therian. T-H-E-R-I-O-N. Uh, Therian there. Uh... Yes. Who? What's the name of the head vampire? Head vampire. I mean, Lord Altamir is the best known, the most known vampire in Kilian, but that's because he was on the council until you all showed up. Mm, okay. Any other uh, reputable people who might be uh... vampires? Well, I I was gonna put it more elegantly. Undead. Lots of ages. Uh, of the nightlife. Well, that could also mean a lot of different people. Um, not that we but, know of. You know, are in this... Uh, uh, are in the same club as Lord Altamir? Yeah, I guess that's a good way of putting that. Uh, well, not that we know of. Um, 
the one that you all killed last night was the first. Whose name one. was Scion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was. I, re I remember him saying that uh, before mm -hmm. we killed him as a group. Yeah, kind of like a "you'll kill, you'll never kill me, I'm Scion" kind of thing. I'm. Sh yeah, that sounds about what he said. <laughs> <laughs> um, right? And I'm like nudging Raul. That's what he said. Because I was there. Raul doubts a little bit, but then thinks maybe he did say that at some point. <laughs> I don't know, I'm gaslighting Rawl. <laughs> um, I mean, Rawl, you really do remember melting the shit out of him with your thunder wave? Yeah, that's why his previous uh, statement about us taking care of the vampire pretty easily was right. But now, like, Rawl's under the impression maybe he was there when Iris got discovered the vampire at first time, and maybe he said his name. Well, um... Or maybe he can read lips, who knows? Perhaps there are more vampires, but at this time we do not know. We are more worried about killing or capturing Lord Altamir, but being that he is a three to four hundred year old vampire, that killing may be the only option compared to capturing. I think it's better to just end the creature to ensure that no longer poses a threat. As you guys are talking to Therian, you all don't notice this person walking up and you hear, Well, here I thought I was going to have to call you all here to go into the caverns, but I should have, I guess it was a lucky guess to see that y'all were going to try to do it anyway. Um, I have all the research done that I need done. Oh, and Therian Ilvanya said that you could come with us. Um, we appreciate your assistance, but I also told Ilvanya that we are not responsible for you or your life. We will protect you, but if anything happens to us, to you, we are not responsible. And Therian just goes... Of course, it's understandable that you would say that, not like I'm going in there protecting your people, but perhaps we can work as a team. And Maven just kind of nods her head and looks at you all and goes, well, are you ready to head out? We can head out whenever y'all want. Uh, Raw will, will nod his head. All right, that's one. Uh, I could use a shower. Okay, well... Um, okay, so you want to take a shower and then we go? That works, too. You don't mind, uh, right, Raul? Just waiting a little bit? No. Better to be 100% and prepared than go in with Rip. Iris, you can come out of hiding. Therian's not going to hurt you. And if he does, we can hurt him. Oh, yeah, we outnumber him right now. I was having fun. I know, you're always having fun, because you're always hiding, you're always hip-pocketing people, and what did you take from it? Nothing. Iris. He doesn't have any pockets. You're lucky this time. I still haven't uh, read as, a note from last time, and what, what was that, Nikki? No, I was going to say, as as Iris says, he doesn't have any pockets, we're all just going to lean over to Misery and just uh, say, red flag. <laughs> Never trust anyone with no pockets. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, so... What about, you know, skin pockets? Mm. 
Please never say that again. That was disgusting. Prison pocket? Yeah, I well, no! well, misery. We're not going there. That's a. We can have a discussion about that later if you would like. But I don't want to have a discussion with you about prison pockets. You go take a shower. We'll stock up on supplies while you're taking a shower. Pretty weird. Okay. We need rations and stuff. You didn't have to include the while you're taking a shower bit, though. But it will be happening. Feel like you're gonna watch me take a shower. No, not unless you want that. No. No. Hey, then I won't. That's something that needs consent. You're a weird one, man. I know. Iris. Yeah. Never be alone in a room with Maven. I have been alone in rooms with Maven. A lot. Mm -hmm. Where on the doll did Maven touch you? Iris is like my little sister. Please don't. Where did you get that doll? That is also a very good question. I got it from my pocket. And I don't have any pockets. Red flag. Because I never changed from last night. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> Maven's gonna let you go take a shower. They'll stock up on... Uh, they'll stock up on rations and everything they need. And you all meet back at the uh, mouth of the cavern. And that is where we are going to end this episode. I'm thank you all. a lot better after my shower. Yes. Um, thank you, everybody, for joining us for this week's episode of uh, Queers and Spiros World of Saluna Defiance. Um, we will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the latest episode of Queers and Spears Campaign 2 Defiance. Your support and feedback mean the world to us, and we love you all so much. Don't forget to rate comment or leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast and you may get the chance to receive a shout out on a later episode follow us at queers and spears on most social media except for instagram where you can find us at queers and spears we can't wait to have you all back for future episodes which air every friday at 12 30 p.m est have a wonderful day and we'll see you all next week we love you all bye bye bye, bye. bye. no more prison pocket <laughs>